faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Mary Hennig's story inspires Clark Kent to plot a daring and dangerous coup to lead to the very heart of the counterfeit ring. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, uh, getting up in the morning's no trouble at all if you can look forward to a bowl of Kellogg's Pep for breakfast. Because Pep is the doggone terrific tasting. Why, it's fun just to think about eating it. And then when you do dig into those crisp golden flakes of Pep, you enjoy the real thing, a regular fun feast. Yes, sir, I don't know anything I enjoy more for breakfast than that catchy full wheat flavor. That strictly Pep flavor, meaning strictly super... And super is also the word for the prize you find in every pet package. Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in every package you open. For instance, it might be a model fighting plane in colored cardboard, one of seven great pet model planes you can collect. Or uh, maybe it'll be one of 24 new full-color bird pictures with a description on the reverse side so that you'll know these birds in the air. Or it could be one of 18 bright-colored comic buttons picturing a famous comic strip character to pin right on your beanie cap or your jacket. So start collecting all three kinds of these slick pep prizes. Today, ask Mom for a supply of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Now the adventures of Superman. When Jim Olsen, angered by Lois Lane's arrest for the same charge in which he was out on bail, passing counterfeit money, told Clark Kent where he had obtained the bogus bills... Kent could hardly believe his ears. The accused was Mary Hennig, 14-year-old ex-juvenile delinquent, who was working at the Daily Planet as a coffee girl. Insisting that Mary had slipped back into her old habits, Jim told Kent she had passed off phony bills on him in return for legitimate money and had paid a debt to Lois with a bogus bill. Tearfully, the girl protested her innocence, swore she was unaware that the money wasn't real, and claimed it was given her by an old associate in crime in payment for money she had once loaned him. Over Jim's protests... Kent elected to believe Mary's story. Then, evolving a plan to clear the girl's name and uncover a gang of counterfeiters, he took her with him to police headquarters, where we find them now in the office of Inspector Henderson. Listen. I didn't know it was counterfeit money, Inspector. Honest, I didn't. I only took it from that Biff Morgan because he owed me money for a long time. Mm, that's a pretty thin alibi, Mary. Oh, but it's true. Honest, it is. Wait a minute, Mary. Look, Inspector, I know the cards are all stacked against this kid right now. And how? For one thing, she can't prove her story unless you can round up this Biff Morgan fellow. And even if we do, it doesn't follow he's going to admit to anything. So that still leaves her holding the bag. Right. But I believe she's telling the truth. Oh, I am, Mr. Ken, I am. If you insist on booking and jailing her on this charge, well, she'll never have a chance. Because, as you know, she's on probation right now with a suspended sentence hanging over her head. I know that, Kent. Well, then... But there's nothing else I can do. Why not? After all, I'm just a cop, not a judge and jury, you know. Oh, well, sure, but can't you have a heart? Heart's got nothing to do with this. My job is to round up and arrest suspects. And turn them over to the proper authorities for trial. That's right, but I still now, think... Now, this girl admits to having had counterfeit money and to passing it on to others. 
In addition to that, she's got a record. So that If I mean... turn her loose, it'll mean my neck. And I'll deserve whatever I get for being an adult-pated sovereign. Not if she helps you round up what is obviously a big, powerful ring of counterfeiters. Are you kidding? Not at all. Don't make me laugh. How could this kid help me do what my whole department hasn't been able to accomplish in two months of concentrated effort? I'll tell you how. I don't bother, Kent. But I... I'm too busy to waste time on any more of your crackpot Please, ideas. Just give me a chance, sir. I'm sorry, Mary. But I'm going to book you and hold you for the grand jury. Then we'll decide... Oh, Mr. Kim, I knew it'd be like this. Oh, no, Mary. Don't right. cry. But they're going to put the me in jail. Oh, well, maybe there. not. Right away. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> Inspector, will you do me a favor? Like what? Would you please ask the guard just to hold Mary in the outer office for a few minutes? Now, look here. I Kent. just want a few words with you alone before they take her away. Yeah, but I give you my word it won't take more than three minutes. Now, please. Well, this is against my better judgment. Thanks, Inspector. Which is the prisoner, sir? This girl, Mike. Take her out and wait in the outer office with her until you hear from me. Right. Come along, Miss. Okay. Chin up, Mary. I'll see you in a few minutes. All right, Mr. Kent. Now, Kent, what's on your mind? Well, now, before you start, I want to warn you, I'm not going to buy anything, I'll see? take my chances on that if you'll just listen. Okay. Shoot. All right. This morning when I was down here to see you about Jim Olson, you told me your department was in an uproar about the huge sums of counterfeit money that are being passed in Metropolis. That's right. And what's more, it's so bad that the mayor and city council have demanded that we break the ring before the end of the week or suffer a shake-up in the department. And that'll mean a lot of heads getting lopped off. It will, eh? Yeah. All right. Now, I'm offering to help you break this thing wide open. I think I know a way. The only way it can be done quickly. Yeah? How? First, you've got to release Mary Henning. Oh, man, I should have seen that coming. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, Inspector. There's a good sound reason for it. Nothing doing, Kent, and that's fine. Oh, please, Inspector, at least wait till I've finished. If you still feel the same way then, all right, I'll give up. Okay. Go ahead. What's your brainstorm? Just this. As Mary told you, she was first approached by this uh, Biff Morgan boy to work with him in what he called an easy money racket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, since he gave her the phony bills, my hunch is that he's working for the counterfeit gang. Do you follow me? Yeah. Go on. Well, my plan is for Mary, who incidentally I'm convinced wants to keep on going straight, to contact Morgan... Tell him she's reconsidered and wants to get in on the easy money he spoke of. Then she joins the gang and works undercover for us, eh? Exactly. Mm -hmm. That way she can find out who are the important men in the gang, and she can also collect enough evidence for you to crack them wide open and send them each up for a long term. Mm. Well, sounds pretty good. Pretty good? Why, it's perfect, Inspector. It can't fail. If the girl's on the level. Oh, she is. I'll vouch for her. Do you, uh, you think she'd do it? I'm sure she would. She'd do anything to clear her name or to prove her desire to go straight. Hmm. No. No, I'm afraid of it, Kent. Well, why? Well, it's too risky. No, it if that isn't. kid got caught or anything happened to her, I'd never forgive myself. Well, don't worry about that. I'll see that nothing happens to her. You will? Yes, that's right. Who in blazes do you think you are, Superman? Yeah, I mean, well, well no, I but I still can still... think it's too risky for the girl, and we'd better forget it. But, Inspector, you can't... Excuse me. All right. Anderson speaking. Oh? Oh, yes, Mr. Mayor. Yes, sir. Well, no, sir, not yet. Well, we're doing everything we... But yet. Yes, I understand, sir. Forty-eight hours? But that's impossible. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir, I will, sir. Goodbye. Of all the ding-dong terrific... Well, what's up, Inspector? Well, dander's up, that's what. 48 hours. Just two days. That's all they give me to break this case. Uh-huh. 48 hours or else. Miracles they want. Nothing short of... You can do it, it, Inspector. What? You can break that case within 48 hours if you release Mary Hennig and accept my plan. All right, I accept. Well... But get this, Kent. What? If that kid turns out to be a phony, or if anything happens to her... Heaven help you. Don't you worry. Just order the guard to release Mary to me and we'll go to work at once. Now, you're sure you understand what you're to do, Mary? Uh-huh. I'm to tell Biff Morgan I changed my mind about that easy money. That's right. Join the gang, find out as much as you can about the big shots, and report to me. Okay, Mr. Kent. Not... Frightened, are you? Well, not exactly. Just nervous a little. Now, don't you worry about anything, Mary. Play your hand smart. Take no unnecessary risks. When and if you think trouble is brewing, you get in touch with me at once, one way or another. You got that? Yes, sir. Good. Well, I guess this is about as close as I can take you to the hangout without danger of being seen. Gee, I don't know how to thank you for this chance, Mr. Kent. Don't bother. I believe you deserve it, and I'm counting on you to do a good job. Thanks. And so long, sir. So long, Mary. Good luck. Driving off, Clark Kent leaves Mary Hennig standing alone on a street corner in the slum neighborhood where she is to begin a dangerous undercover job in an effort to clear her name. What will happen? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, the community chest is mighty, mighty important to fellows and girls all over the country. It helps keep your clubs going. You know, organizations like the Boy Scouts and the Campfire Girls and the Girl Scouts. And it also supports summer camps and provides health and medical care and recreation for thousands and thousands of young people every year. So uh, how about telling Mom and Dad that you're interested in their gift to the Community Chest campaign in your community this year? And if you can, earn or give money to the Community Chest yourself. Going directly to the hangout where she knew he would be found... Mary Hennig buttonholed Biff Morgan, the young hoodlum who passed the counterfeit money on her after vainly urging her to join her old friends in an easy money racket. As we rejoin her on the curb in front of a pool room, the young girl has just told Morgan she's changed her mind and has decided to accept his offer. Listen. I don't get it, chicken. I mean, uh, Mary. Ah, go on. Call me chicken. I'm through with that sweet Mary stuff. Yeah? What's the pitch? I want to get in on that easy dough you was telling me about. How come you changed your mind so all of a sudden? Last time I saw you, you gave me a fast freeze and a quick brush. Sure, I, I know. You set me thinking. The more I think, the more I'm sure I'm a sucker, see? Go on, keep talking. When I see how I work my head off a peanut at the newspaper joint, I figure I'm a sucker. That ain't what you said the last time. Yeah, I know. I told you I've been thinking, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, go on. Well, like I say, work my head off there and nobody's ever satisfied. They want blood for their few bucks a week. And then today, that was a clincher. What happened? I made a little mistake. Nothing important. Had it a wife. Ah, he's the boss. Nearly snapped my head off. All the daylights out of me, so I quit. Uh, 
this on the level, chickie? Sure. You don't think I'd string you, do you? I don't know. You might. Oh, now, look, Ben. It's kind of hard to swallow stuff like this after... Well, after the way you talked the other day. But I told you, you started me thinking. You made me see what a sap I was to work for buttons when I could make plenty of cabbage without beating my brains out. Chickie, you're beginning to sound like your old self again. Oh, I feel like it, Ben. Say, what do you say? Get me in? Sure, sure I can. I'll, I'll take you to see the boss. Oh, gee, that's swell. But I warn you, Chickie, he's a funny smart apple, see? You can spot a phony a mile away, you get me? Yeah, sure. So you better be on the level, because if you're not, well, the libel will find you floating in the river. You understand? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Okay, kid, come on. Swallowing hard and gritting her teeth. Mary Hennig clenches her fists in an effort to stop her frightened shaking as she follows Biff Morgan to what may well be her doom. What will happen? Will Mary get away with her deception and learn enough about the counterfeit ring to clear her name? Or will the boss whom Biff Morgan spoke of see through her? All we can tell you right now, gang, is that Superman has really got a job worthy of his medal to perform before this adventure goes much farther. So don't miss a single episode. Tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, words can have a wonderful taste to them. Like on a, a frosty morning, you could almost taste words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles, that name just fits, doesn't it? Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. Just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal, sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles for breakfast, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. I don't know. This one has taken some weird turns already. First, you had uh, Ark and Jimmy playing an unintentional game of good cop, annoying cop. Then we have uh, Inspector Henderson acting like a standard police investigation is uh, undercover sting is a, a br- amazing idea. But is afraid to follow it up. Says, absolutely, I refuse to put Mary Henning's life at risk. Then he gets a call from a mayor. Then again, I'd like to keep my job. So we'll go ahead and take the risk here. And then we wrap up. It's really odd. And for some reason, we heard it in the previous serial when she went from doing the uh, chicky voice to doing the Mary voice. It's even odder when she uh, goes the other way. But we'll see how things go. I think we'll have more action, more adventure, and more gangster talk. So join us back there on Sunday for that. I hope everybody has a great New Year. Send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. 
and pick up your copy of Powerhouse Hard Press. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.